The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Multiple Sclerosis Flash Briefings. Hello, I'm Price Wildridge, and you're listening to Multiple Sclerosis News Today's Audio News. These are today's news highlights curated by our editorial staff. Visit our website at multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com for more relevant news and patient perspectives. Heart medication digoxin helps with remyelination in early study. Trials of its myelin repair potential being planned for MS patients on DMTs. Digoxin, an approved medication for certain heart conditions, promoted the repair of myelin, the protective sheath around nerve fibers that is progressively lost in multiple sclerosis in mouse models of the disease, a study reports. Combining digoxin with an experimental immune-modulating therapy was more effective at promoting myelin repair or remyelination than either treatment on its own. We are planning a Phase one trial of digoxin in MS patients with currently approved disease-modifying therapies, the researchers wrote. The study, repurposing the cardiac glycoside digoxin to stimulate myelin regeneration in chemically-induced and immune-mediated mouse models of multiple sclerosis, was published in GLIA. MS is caused by abnormal immune attacks that damage the myelin sheath, a fatty coating around nerve fibers, or axons, that help speed the transmission of signals between nerve cells. Available MS treatments work broadly by suppressing immune responses and inflammation, but there are no approved therapies that can promote the repair of damaged or lost myelin, a process that is deficient in MS. To accelerate the discovery of molecules with remyelinating potential, researchers have conducted several high-throughput screens of treatments already approved for the conditions. Remyelination potential seen in EAE mouse model. One such screening suggested that digoxin, a medication approved for heart failure and irregular heartbeat, may have remyelination-promoting properties. Sold under the brand name Lanoxin, digoxin also is available in generic forms. A research team in the U.S. conducted a series of tests to explore digoxin as a potential remyelinating therapy. The researchers first examined the medication's effect on oligodendrocytes, which are cells chiefly responsible for making myelin in the brain and spinal cord. Experiments done in lab dishes indicated that treating immature oligodendrocyte progenitor cells, or OPCs, with digoxin promoted these cells to mature into myelin-making oligodendrocytes. They next tested digoxin administered via injections into the abdomen in two mouse models of chemically-induced myelin loss, or demyelination. In both models, treatment with digoxin robustly increased remyelination, and this increase was accompanied by a raise in mature oligodendrocyte counts. Notably, the initial changes in myelin regeneration were present prior to a significant change in oligodendrocyte cell number, the researchers wrote. This suggests that digoxin promotes myelin repair by restabilizing oligodendrocyte function in existing mature cells or promoting the natural turnover of dysfunctional oligodendrocytes and maturation of the OPC population, the team added. To examine digoxin in a more clinically relevant model, the researchers tested the medication in mice with experimental autoimmune encephalomyelitis, or EAE, which is commonly used as a mouse model of MS. Results showed that an extended 30-day treatment with digoxin, but not a short-term regimen, 
significantly increased the number of myelin-producing oligodendrocytes and eased symptom severity in this model. Researchers also tested digoxin in combination with an experimental therapy designed to promote immune tolerance toward myelin, called PLG-MOG. The approach uses nanoparticles made of a biodegradable molecule called PLG to deliver a fragment of MOG, a key myelin protein, to immune cells. Digoxin and PLG-MOG are ideal for combination therapy because of their independent mechanisms of action, ameliorating different steps of the disease process and mutual potentiating effects, the team wrote. A single dose of PLG-MOG alone or in combination with digoxin, was found to substantially reduce symptom severity in mice with EAE, and to a greater extent than digoxin alone. The combination therapy also significantly increased the number of OPCs, the myelin-producing oligodendrocytes, which was not observed with either individual treatment, the researchers wrote. These data show combining targeted myelin-tolerance immunotherapy thus avoiding the serious side effects of immunosuppressive therapies with myelin repair regeneration therapy is highly effective in ameliorating MS-like disease, exceeding the effects of either therapy alone, they added. These findings provide critical preclinical evidence supporting future clinical trials of myelin-specific tolerance with myelin repair regeneration drugs, such as digoxin in MS patients, the researchers wrote. The team is planning a Phase one trial of digoxin with MS patients on approved disease-modifying therapies. One of the study's authors is a co-founder of Core Pharmaceuticals, which is developing a PLG-MOG-like approach as a treatment for early relapsing remitting MS. This news article was written by Marissa Wexler on July 25, 2022. Click the link in the description below to read more on this and other topics of interest on the MS News Today's website. The MS Wire, a column by Ed Tobias, published on July 25, 2022. MS news that caught my eye last week. Intermittent fasting, Roe v. Wade, IRLs. Intermittent fasting in MS leads to immune cell metabolic changes. Although the National MS Society will tell you there is no such thing as an MS diet, many people follow various diets that seem to help them. One that's been around for several years is intermittent fasting. In this study, applying intermittent fasting to mice with simulated MS reduced the aggressiveness of the disease course and eased inflammation. An eight-week calorie-restricted diet plan, known as intermittent fasting, led to immune and metabolic changes among people with multiple sclerosis in a small pilot clinical trial, data show. The findings could underlie some of the proposed benefits of calorie restriction on MS disease course, the researchers noted also pointing out that better outcomes were seen among patients on an intermittent fasting plan than a traditional weight loss diet. Abortion bans are likely to restrict care for MS patients. Researchers. This article covers a perspective paper rather than a study, but it's an opinion worthy of consideration. MS and other neurological diseases disproportionately affect women during their reproductive years, and many medications that manage these conditions can be toxic to a fetus if used during pregnancy. The article points to abagio or teraflunamide as one example. The three scientists from the University of California, San Francisco, who authorized the paper, are concerned that, following the reversal by the U.S. Supreme Court of Roe v. Wade in June, there may be a climate of increased limitations on reproductive rights, 
This, in turn, might make neurologists reluctant to use some standard medications out of concern that a fetus might be harmed. This could increase the risk of morbidity, mortality, and irreversible disability accumulation for women with neurologic diseases, they wrote. It's certainly food for thought. Bans on abortion and other reproductive care limitations are likely to have a profound impact on the care of people with multiple sclerosis and other neurological conditions following the U.S. Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade, according to a new perspective paper. Bans on abortion will immediately affect the delivery of current standard neurologic care for many patients, specifically standards that depend on planning or preventing pregnancies, using individual choice, its authors wrote. Certain MS lesions link to worse disability, but location not a factor. Iron rim lesions, or IRLs, are sometimes called smoldering MS because their edges are always inflamed. This study reports that it doesn't seem to matter where the lesions are located, they still do their damage, in the form of more severe disability. But the findings also indicate that IRLs generally had less impact than other types of lesions on brain networks. The presence of iron rim lesions, which are regions of chronic nervous system damage with ongoing inflammation, visible on MRI scans, is linked to more substantial disability in people with multiple sclerosis, according to a new study. However, the connection between these lesions and worse disability does not seem to be explained by the location of the areas of damage. The researchers propose that the connection may lie in a link between IRLs and nerve cell degeneration, but stress the need for further research on these associations. To read more columns by Ed Tobias and our other contributors, visit our website at multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com. Follow the link in the description below. This is MS News Today's Audio News. Subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, hit save. Thanks for tuning in. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to Multiple Sclerosis News today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our Multiple Sclerosis News Today forums, a trusted MS community ready to welcome you anytime.